Why? Why just stop with the bow? I I was just getting I was getting hyped up. I was getting it was good. You were getting zone. hyped up and hyped up, and then you saw we're recording. You're like, oh shit! I got to be quiet now. Even though this is what you're here to listen to, yeah. I should just totally be quiet and not uh, not let you hear the wonderful timber that is my voice. Jesus, That's what it is, so right? it's full of himself. <laughs> What's up, Adam? How's it going, man? How's it going, Dennis? Episode 138. I'd like to Ooh. announce a. Uh, I'm I'm finally out in the shed. It took three years, and I got my shed studio hey, action right now. We're in the shed. I'm sitting here with a little a little lantern light. Uh, I got my desk oh, out here. Nice. There you go. There you yeah. go. Living the life. Making it making it work. I like it. I was nervous. I, I was nervous, man. In the daytime, I'm normally putting shit out here in the daytime because we're remodeling my house and we got a bunch of shit mm-hmm. out here and it's hot as fuck. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's going to suck. And it's perfect. It's probably like 60 degrees out. It's oh, dark. Oh, nice. It's great. Oh, dang. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds a lot better than you. <laughs> Still fucking 90 degrees uh, out here. Oh, I, oof, no, thank you. I pass. Uh, I would pass <laughs> yeah. on that. I, I don't miss it. Uh, how you doing today? Not bad, man. Not bad, man. I just got a got a couple of flicks in uh, some some new stuff that I'm excited to share with you oh. guys. Kind of nice. I've been in that uh, that true crime kind of kick for a minute, so that's we're, we're gonna we're gonna do some of that later, as well as one of my uh, favorite genres of cinema, the, the the dystopian futuristic bleakness, whatever. You some trash can fires. Trash can fires. There you go. Just just yeah. just a little a small dumpster fire. Mm. I'm down for <laughs> but, that. Yeah, what about you, man? Yeah, I'm good. Good, man. I I don't have 18 movies this week. I only got three, so oh, yeah. Oh, Hopefully it's not a two-hour episode again. Yeah. It's going to be three. You just watch out, folks. I mean, I could do seven technically, but I'm going to hold that <laughs> off. Okay. But yeah, nobody needs that. Hey, I'm I'm excited for uh, what, what you're bringing to the table, though. There's, there's some big titles Big yeah. Maybe yeah. be the strongest, Maybe. arguably the strongest uh, of a certain group of superheroes. I'm not gonna lie, you you kind of you kind of blew my my uh, mind a few minutes ago off mic telling me about this new uh, movie theater over in uh, fucking what, where, where where is it? Is Northridge? No, not Northridge. It's the uh, the uh, Topanga Canyon Mall. Yeah, they Topanga got an AMC oh. 12 dine in. Bring Oof, your food. You've got the bar in there, the IMAX screen, it's got the Dolby Atmos, checks all the boxes. No need to drive to Burbank anymore. Don't gotta go over to the uh, to the one uh, five minutes away from there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my other favorite one. Ah, uh, oh, man, I wish I was out there to check it out. Hey, hey. It's sad that when I come out, I will come out. That's going to be one of my first stops. Hell yeah. Like I got to go to Carl Jr. Then I got to go to this Panga Mall to go to the movie theater. <laughs> Hell yeah. Everything else can wait. That's sad. But that's what's going to happen. Hey, man, I'm down. Yeah. I'll go with you. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Just Carl Jr. Fair enough. Oh, boy. The movies. I don't, I don't really like watching movies. Fair enough. Movies suck. Police are all about audio, visual. Books and stuff. Audio. I don't know. This is a audio book toast. No. Oh my god. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue, does it? I I don't think it does. I don't think it does. I I I don't want to be a dick, but it does not. Does. But hey, 
Well, they're not here for that, Dennis. No, they're here they're for the movie for... toast. <laughs> yeah, so we'll pretend like we care about movies for a bit. Yeah, let's try it on for size. Let's do it. Yeah. You want to wanna do a little uh, poll action? No, I, I'm, I'm down to watch some poll action. Like I said, Anywho, watch. people. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch those polls all day. <laughs> oh, boy. Get your mind out of the gutter, audience. So, uh, last Thursday, I went to the, uh, the Marvel greatest of all Thor marathon. So all four of the Thor Ooh. films, uh, and it got my mind running, wondering, uh, what out of the Thor franchise was people's favorite adventure out of Thor, Thor, the dark world, Thor, Ragnarok and Loki. Cause I mean, I don't want to throw the new one in there yet because I mean, it was still fresh. It's true. It's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, oh, that's a great give time to simmer. Good choices. You know, I gotta I gotta confess something. To this day, I've never actually watched all of Thor: The Dark World. Not by choice. Mm, not miss accident, much. But uh, yeah, I feel like I, I could kind of get around to it eventually. But I also kind of picked up on the story already with yeah. literally all of the Marvel movies that came after. <laughs> kind of cover the bases pretty well. Yeah, I think you're safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dang, I, I mean, Ragnarok was a fun ride. It was. There, but but Loki, yeah, oof. is it yeah. a Thor adventure? I mean, yeah, kind of has to. It's rooted in the world of <laughs> Thor. I uh, that that's oh, it is. I, I'm some, I'm stuck somewhere between Loki and Ragnarok. Well, I want to tell you, Dennis, so is our audience, man. Ooh. The toasty is 40% for Loki, 60% Ragnarok. Oh, so I guess I can see off. the logic there that's, being that's, like, well, one of them's truly a Thor movie, but uh, I don't know. I sure, argue that Loki, but I mean, Lo- Loki. Loki was uh, very relevant in the first three Thor movies himself, so I didn't want to leave him out of it. Yeah, good call, good call. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with those results. This next one, very interesting to me. I think uh, I don't think you, you've seen it yet, but uh, I reviewed Lightyear la- on the last episode, yeah. and uh, we we've had three actors voice uh, Mr. Buzz Lightyear. We had Tim Allen, Patrick Warburton, and Chris Evans. I wanted to know who the Toasty's favorite. Voice of Buzz was. Oh, I mean, I feel like it'll have to heavily lean one direction, but uh, you've you sure. favorite though, right? You know, I I I don't know. I I don't think I can. I like I like them all, man. Well, I mean, Tim I mean, Allen, of course. You think of Toy Story. Yeah. Patrick Warburton. I, his voice is just so like ah oh, perfect. It's and Chris, yeah. uh, I, I like him. But uh, yeah, you know, I guess, I guess I guess I'd go probably Tim Allen because I mean, you got four movies, you're used to him. I don't know. It's the COG. He is our he's our Buzz Lightyear. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would go the same direction. What 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 they say? Would it shock you to find out that there's a three way tie, thirty three percent each, <laughs> multiple votes, not just one vote each, but multiple vo- votes. Nice. Everyone gets a little. A little bit. Okay. Someone even went as far to DM us saying, hey, man, I always got to give Warburton a, a fucking vote if he's in a poll. And I'm like, I get it, man. <laughs> you got to awesome. love the Burton. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I, I was just shocked. I'm like, no, nobody's going to remember Buzz Lightyear's Star Command. And uh, they did. More than you think. Yeah. I mean, he's an iconic yeah, voice out of, so. our, uh, out of our childhood, I feel like. He did a lot of animated stuff as well as you know characters in seinfeld and shit like that yeah shit he's still over on family guys so yeah, everyone true. gets a dose of them these days yeah 
Um, all right. And uh, up last uh, last week, I also reviewed the Elvis film. And uh, as everyone knows, Elvis did music, movies and stuff. So I wanted to know um, if the audience, uh, if they uh, what their take on. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I wanted to know if the audience were fans of Elvis. And the answers were, you bet. I like his music. I like his films. I'm not a fan. Okay. I would be surprised if so, if there was a large spike in the I like his films above the music because I feel like the music's yeah. what gets you there. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of grew up enjoying uh, a little of each. I, there's, I got a handful of Elvis yeah. songs I like, but then there's, I remember some of the movies, but I honestly, like, they were never my favorite. That style mm-hmm. musical, especially, it's just very pop on the nosy, like, just, I don't know. It's kind of, they're okay. They're not my favorite, but they're fine. What, uh, what, what about, I get that. Did you have any, did you grow up watching any of those or that around your, no, man, I, I, I've never been an Elvis fan, dude. I don't know what it is about it, but I, I'd go back and watch his movies. Cause I feel like they're probably campy and fun. Exactly. Probably if I'd guess. Yeah. 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 Well, um, but if it was me, I'd probably say I'm not a fan. But oh, okay. I, I never yeah. gave the guy a chance. What these? Uh, what these uh, but yeah, two. And dude, there were fucking <laughs> this. This this got some some votes. Uh, two way tie for I'm not a fan, and I like his films zero percent each. Oh, I like his music thirty eight percent, and you bet sixty three. I don't know why I put you bet. It should have been I love his music and his movies. Right, but right. you bet just sounded more fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fine. All right. So, All right. We, yeah. we got some classic fans out there. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So some 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 cats still like that stuff, I guess. Maybe we'll have to watch some uh, Elvis films. It'd be fun. Could can, be fun. Can relive hating them together. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, shit. Or maybe I'll be like, I love this Elvis you, guy, man. Fuck his music. Just but boy, do I love his movies. Enter a whole new Favorite actor of, of the year. Yeah. Maybe maybe he'll 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 top my Jack Black issue. It's like, oh man, Jack Black, yeah, screw him. I got Elvis Presley, man, <laughs> the king. And I devote my life to Elvis Presley. Maybe lose some weight, go go be an Elvis impersonator in Vegas. Ah, good times. Start looking your hair back. Yeah. You gotta start there though. Start That's with the, the hair. Sex appeal. Oh, most certainly. <laughs> most certainly. What's uh what you got next for Polage there? I got nothing. Well, I mean, I could pull another one out. Yeah, let's do another one, Dennis. Because what about oh, pull? Fuck not. This this one didn't get a hell of a lot of a lot of answers, but uh, we got we got some stuff and some stuff shocked me. Uh, so I also reviewed um, Beavis and Butthead do the universe um, a couple <laughs> of last episodes. So I wanted to know out of the four films in which. Uh, Mr. Mike Judge had directed, which uh, which was the favorite out of Beavis and Butthead, Do America, Office Space, Idiocracy, and the the lesser uh, known ex- extract film. Oh, ah, see, I, mm, dang it! I mean, of the the live action selections you chose, I I do enjoy them all, but I think Idiocracy probably yeah. just edges out above Office Space for me. Uh, See, for me, for me, office space. But I mean, I can't tell you how often in production offices I talked. We we're all talking, and like everyone talks about idiocracy left and right, and especially nowadays with living idiocracy, kind of <laughs> in ways. It's it's weird. That's not. Pr- but uh, yeah. No. 
I gotta rewatch it. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I remember being so excited reading about it on Ain't It Cool News about like before it even came out, and then how it's been living on the shelves, and then it finally came out, and I'm like, oh, that that's that's it, huh? <laughs> All right. But now I kind of gotta rewatch it. I think didn't I you review uh, review it a while ago? I you know I might have early on, or maybe Tommy yeah, did. I don't it, know. It, Someone it, did. It, it like, could have been one of the other guys too. It's one of those. It's just. It's it's classic. I th- I think it's a modern classic. Yeah. Shut up and Peyton. No. Oh yeah, Dak Dak Shepard <laughs> steals the show. Yeah, the, him and uh, President Camacho. Oh my God, yes. Oh yeah. Oh, just there's so many just the one liners and then just everyone's performances are mm-hmm. wonderful. I, it's like oh, top notch. Great vehicle for uh, Luke Wilson there too. Oh yeah, and the lesser, fuzzier Wilson brother gets to make a big appearance. There, there's, there's a third that I don't know. The guy, the guy in the, the, the guy in the monster truck at the end of the movie is is the third Wilson brother, who was also in. I didn't know there was the third Wilson. In which one? Uh, Whip it. He plays the the roller derby coach. You know, sadly, never saw Whip It, and I really wanted to because uh, isn't Jimmy Fallon like the rink uh, announcer guy? And I, I used to be a big fan of the Fallon. Oh, that's a good question. Because that's the one that uh, Drew Barrymore directed and yes. starring Elliot Page, right? As the yeah. roller derby. You know, yeah. why have I never seen that film? It's yeah, I, yeah, it's like I really enjoyed it when that came out. I don't know. It kind of brought a, a did you see that back into fucking roller derby again too when that when that. I, you know, I would love to see roller derby in general. Like, yeah. it just sounds like it's quite the sport. Yeah. Um, now, now, did did you see that? There's now a position, a position, a petition to try to get them to get rid of Ezra Miller in the Flash and replace it with Elliot. Uh, Elliot, fucking, uh, what's what's his name? Elliot, <laughs> Elliot Page. Like, I said it earlier. Now I'm like, who is Elliot? <laughs> um, interesting. I mean, yeah. it does not shock me at all that that guy's going to lose his fucking job. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, probably yeah. should. Um, yeah. Damn, yeah, no, there's a lot of people. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, an interest, that's a big jump. So, I mean, okay, but you need star power for getting back into the Justice League level stuff, right? Even though, now, would he be doing this series? Like, I mean, I... Elliot's Elliot's killing it. I mean, uh, Elliot's over on that Umbrella Academy. <laughs> yeah. I, I think people watch that. Oh, I just mean, but I don't mean something that's like, uh, you know, C- CW. Yeah, like a Netflix. Big... Yeah, exactly. Oh no, this I'm is... with you. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not a giant giant fan of the of the TV show The Flash because I, I'm more. I love the arrows, more dark and gritty. And sure. Yeah. The, the Flash. Uh, my roommates love it. They're like, oh, it's funny and and and, and comedic. Which normally is my thing, but I don't know. I, I everyone loves the Flash, and that kid, people like the guy who, who started. As, I'm like, why is he not in the fucking movie? Just make him the movie. Like, I, I, I think they even crossed over. They brought Ezra into an episode on one of the multiverse episodes or whatever. Oh, is that? How so that just works? give it to that guy. Oh God. Yeah. I see. I thought it was always the same person, so it wasn't even the same actor. See, that's how close the attention I was paying to the DC no. of the universe. No, 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 no. No, not at all. Okay. Uh, the, the show that has has, has the whole baked-in mythos that people love, they're like, whatever, we don't need that. We'll, we'll start from scratch. Jesus, nice. Yeah. That's a good But, call. I mean, I, I did read, read test screenings. This is, like, a phenomenal film. People are loving it, scoring high. Dang. But, okay. Uh, with your lead do? actor in that position, yeah. it's a little, a little rough. Yeah. 
Yeah. God. But anywho, <laughs> back to this uh, old uh, poll here. If you remember, the question was, uh, what, what's uh, the Toasty's favorite Mike Judge movie? Two-way tie for extract in Idiocracy is 0%. What? So that leaves a 67-33. Yeah, I, I'm shocked. I got extract. Nobody really cared about that Bateman film. But Idiocracy, I thought, would have been one of the tops. Uh, yeah. But any any, any guess space. here had to be office space that top right. That's that that would that would have been mine. That would have been my next guess. Or thirty three percent goes to office space. Sixty seven percent for Beavis and Butthead do America. I didn't know Beavis and Butthead had such a strong fa- following. How old are you guys? Seriously, who's <laughs> <laughs> man? Well, okay. You remember last week? I mean, people. People uh, were most excited to hear about a review of Beavis and Butthead up over all the bigger Hollywood movies. You know? I think I think Beavis and Butthead need more movies so we can try to get more of these followers to listen. You heard it here, Mike. Send it. Uh, the people yeah. have spoken. I I, I no, I, th- I think he's bringing the show back. Oh, so for sure. Maybe we'll have to have a Beavis and Butthead pod- podcast every other week oh, or something. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, we should bring um, King yes. of the Hill back with the movie too. Start us off with a ninety. Minute- I mean, there's been talk. That, yeah, ooh, that'd be nice. There's there's been talk that Fox is going to oh, do it. I hope so. We'll see. Yeah, picking up in real time apparently. Yeah. So that, that should be fun. It's it's kind of timeless. They just have to exist in present day, you know, like and that's a hundred percent. And it would, I think it would work just fine. It works. Yeah, either way you want to go, people would watch it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think that's it for polls. Uh, that leaves us a little Sweet. trivia action, Uh-oh. I think. And uh, I'm fucking ready. If I recall correctly, you you were uh, the victor last week. Yes, I, w- I was the victor last week, which tied our total so far this run at 17 to 17. So we're right right back at the neck and neck, sir. So it's anybody's game. Mm. Anybody's game. I'm shocked that we made 34 episodes. Hey. That, that's something. Well, there's a lot of... I mean, I'm um, taking my time with these cards. I, I got a lot of questions left to ask out of these. <laughs> oh, I do too. I got I got a fat stack, and I normally toss any that we've asked half of the questions. So um, I'm good. Nice, nice. I am good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what would you like up first? Well, uh, first off, I would like to mention to a, a certain listener, a certain fan out there, thanks for giving me all that crap on set this week for not remembering... Frank Capper. Appreciate it, Chris. <laughs> well, I think you lost Chris when you fucking couldn't remember his favorite director. Yep, so. Goodbye. <laughs> so I don't think he's listening anymore. He's like out of here. He's like, fuck these guys. Or if he's still here, you got to tell him he's got to come over and do a little toasty, a uh, little uh, fucking uh, toasty, yeah, talk. toasty talk. Toasty talk would be cool. Yeah. And then he can tell us all about Frank Capra and uh, school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah. Challenge extended. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Back back on to the trivia that got me in trouble in the first place. Um, I, since yeah, I guess since I took it last week, I'll. Can you hit me with the comedy animation? All right. What animated film series revolves around a bumbling bear named Poe? Kung Fu Panda. That is correct. Woo. And for you uh, Kung Fu Panda fans out there, JB is returning uh, at the end of the month to a Kung Fu Panda 
uh, serious over on Netflix. So uh, you can get the real Kung Fu Panda experience uh, if you're if you're intrigued for nice. that. It's coming. There you go. Need some yeah. more of that panda action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you can eat some Panda Express while you watch it. That just making me hungry. Um, Firecracker chicken. Yeah, made myself hungry in the act. Oof. You know, that's not Chicken. bad. A little too many onions. and oh, I'm more of a white rice kind of guy. Mm. Land. Oh, nothing wrong with that. For me. You get to enjoy the flavor of the other yeah. stuff. It's not detracting. I, I, I get your play. I see what, you, see what yeah. you're putting down. Yeah. Well, I want to put down some, uh, since you went anime, anime, since you went comedy cartoon, I'm going to go uh, sci-fi, horror sci-fi. Place. All right. I like it. I like it. Who does Hugo Weaving play in the Matrix franchise? Oh, that's Agent Smith. And that is your first point of the night. Bang. Nice, nice. Tying it up, kids. But we're starting off easy. We're, we're easing into it, I, I feel. <laughs> I like this. Uh, better, better than the hardcore yeah. stuff right out the gate. Um, what, no, yeah, you got to take it easy. How about, a, how about an action adventure? All right, this is a good one. And what 90s film sees a professional assassin teach a 12-year-old girl how to kill? Oh, you know, I've always wanted to see this. I haven't. Uh, uh, Leon the Professional? Is that that one? That is correct, yes. Um, And for a while, I I was in the same boat, and then I finally broke down. It was playing at the new Bev, and I'm like, I got to check it out. It's worth the watch. Nice, Nice. That's a good flick. And it's funny, uh, I, I don't know if you heard, as they were doing press, a uh, story came out that Taika Waititi, since he's doing a Star Wars movie, apparently he uh, he asked uh, Natalie Portman if she'd ever be interested in being a Star Wars movie, uh, and she's like, uh, I was kind of already in Oh so. my god. It's like, yeah. That's... Uh, a lot of touch there, Taika. Yeah, I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe we familiarize ourselves with the film franchise <laughs> we're joining. Holy crap, that's embarrassing. Uh, I mean, it'd be interesting if she came back and played a different character. I, I, I'd be like, I'd be, I'd be interested to be a that joke. Go, but, it had um, to be a joke. Like, there's, I would hope I so. I, I feel like so him, too. out of all people, would know. Right? Oh man, you never know, though. You never know. That, that yeah. jokester. But uh, yeah, no. So you are correct. <laughs> um. So I will take a uh, drama musicale, please. Ooh. What film popularized the maxim Carpe Diem? Seize the day. Seize the day. That, that sounded like we did it on purpose. <laughs> um, that's going to be the Dead Poet Society, right? Oh, Captain, my Captain. You are correct. Dead Poet Society. Oh, boy. Whew. Got it. What a film. It is. It's been a while for me. Been, I, I, Likewise. I've seen it. I, once all the way through and then just seeing like scenes yeah but uh i'm with you there i'm with i'm with you and i feel like that's good enough for me like i don't gotta seek it out i'm gonna have to like watch it i'm gonna go like a 30th anniversary screening no man i'm good one time and one done you keep it good it it is nice to see a like that a dramatic robin williams once in a while it just with you know he's got a few of those films but it's there's another great example of that I'm more of a one-hour photo kind of guy. Photo. Oh, there you go. I enjoy enjoy the creepy uh, photo developer. Uh, was that Awakenings? Dude, that was. Sad. Oh, you know, I feel like I haven't it's seen good that one. one. It's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, See, I, I'm thinking Insomnia. Is that the one? Oh, that's that's a di- that's a whole other one. Yeah. I'm thinking him and Pacino. Oh, yeah, I'm good. 
Yeah. Man, see, we're just rattling them off. What a, guy. a bunch of them. Yeah, he kills it and all. He does that. He does bicentennial man. That's more of a family comedy. Yeah, yeah. but a little little Forming, little, little right? tearjerker. Yeah. Or what about the one when he made toys? Was that toys, toys. where he was like the guy who had the crazy toy yeah. factory? I haven't uh, seen that one. Film. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. All right, anywho, what can I do you for? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm strategizing. Um, let's see. I'll think I'll take a drum musical. Uh, I don't know if that's a word. All right, cool. I wouldn't get this one, but I have faith in you. What Robert Altman film is set in an English country estate during the 1930s? Chris, I already hear you yelling at me. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> um... Film set in an English village in the 1930s. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, an English country estate. English country estate. Yeah. Fucking yeah. the English patient. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that is Gosford. Gosford. Park. Oh God. Okay. Son of a bitch. Well. Sw- uh, I wouldn't have gotten swang it. Swang and a miss. Right yeah. there. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how it is, folks. Head over to film uh, film freeway to enter your <laughs> film winter festival. But I want you to go over to Twitter at movie underscore toast and tell us if we should watch Gosford Park, please. There you go. Um, I haven't asked you, and I have not asked for an action adventure yet. You have, have I? not. All right, so I'll take one of those. Okay, plays. I'm okay. I, I found this question. I was really excited to ask you this one. How many? I'm afraid. <laughs> don't be, don't be. It's a good one. It's a good one. How many roles does Cheech Marin play in From Dusk Till Dawn? And I have three options. Okay. Well, I, but before you do it, I want to say I want a free ball here. I want to say three, I think. I think we have the Border Patrol guy. We have the uh, the bartender. And we have the fucking thug drug cartel guy at the end of the film. But I don't know. What's our options? I, you know what? I'm just going to give it to you. You're correct. It is three. The options were three, seven, and thirteen, Ooh. but you were correct. Three characters. All right. Yeah, I, I rewatched that a few months ago. Still oh, holds yeah. up. I love that one. <laughs> that's a fun one. Yeah, yeah. That 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 that's one. Uh, back in the day, I stayed I stayed over at my aunt and uncle's house uh, and uh, went to the video store and I could rent anything. And like six years old, I'm all I want <laughs> this thing. I don't know what it's about. And fucking. Popped in the VHS player, and I'm watching a fucking titty house full of vampires. It was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> oh, that's always the best way to discover some of your favorite movies, though. It's when you shouldn't be watching And yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Her her kid her kid comes over. He's like 13. She's like, don't show him anything scary. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Nice. What can I do you for? Uh, let's see. I think, have I done a horror sci-fi yet myself? You have not. All you right, not. I'll take that then, sir. All right, true or false? Jaws was inspired by a story from 1916, a true story from 1916. I I think that's true. Somewhat like loosely based on a, that is yeah. That is Ooh, correct. Nice. Yeah, I think there was a there was a great white shark I, that, terrorizing this like, it was like just off the coast of the, it was like the New York or something like it was something where you'd never get 
a shark this far inland or something, but that's exactly <laughs> what it, what it did, and people were like living in. I can't blame them. Did you know I saw a statistic the other day that more people die from hippopotamus killings, like hippos killing humans, than a shark in a year? I don't know if that's true, but I find that very no, interesting. I, I, apparently hippos are like super territorial and they're just fucking angry. Like you you do not want to piss them off. Yeah. They, they'll because they, they can literally bite you in half. Their jaws are so big and powerful. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, I would do you don't next time you're thinking about fighting a hippo, don't do it, folks. <laughs> well, there goes my next holiday. And I don't know why I'm talking holidays. I'm talking about you fucking Memorial Day. I'm not going out there fucking fighting hippos like no, I planned no on. Hippos. I was gonna skip my buddy's wedding to go fight hippos, but <laughs> I'll hold off. <laughs> well shit. Um Yeah, I got I got one question left in this card. You All wanna right. You want to go for that one? It's a comedy animation. Or are you feeling something uh, else? No, you bet your booty I want that. And I'm very right on the high of fuck. I got three rights. I can't go for a fourth, but I'm going to try. Should. Hit it. Who was behind the parodies Young Frankenstein, Robin Hood Men in Tights, and Silent Movie? Ah, uh, that's the birthday boy from a few weeks ago. I got his fucking audio book narrated by him, and I still haven't listened to it. I'm talking the man, the li- the myth, the fucking legend, fucking... I was going to say Elbert Brooks for a second, and I was going to be way the fuck off. James L. Brooks. Uh, why Why do I feel like James L. Brooks is not the right fucking name of... Wow, why am I blanking on his fucking name right now? No, yeah, James, James, no, fucking, yeah, James Brooks, no, I, I know him, I'm picturing him, I'm picturing his movies, I got his fucking book, you can uh, see James, his- James Brooks, no, is that's not his, why can't I just fucking come up with the name, god damn it, give me a second here, this is very pathetic, I was, I was fucking ready for it, and I fucking knew it, and then I fucking floundered it, give me a okay. second, please, I, yeah, I think. I'm talking. I'm talking through, so you don't think I'm cheating because I'm not cheating. I'm just gonna think in my head. Mel Brooks. That's, that's the, the name. name. Bam. I don't know where the fucking James came uh, from. You know, it's <laughs> it's a nice wow. name. But yeah, Mel Brooks. You got it. <laughs> number four. Whew. Is there is there a James Brooks? <laughs> I think there is. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure there is actually. So that's. And some reason, uh, fucking Mel Blank kept coming to my name. I'm like, nah, the fucking bug. See, Blank I thought you were going to say Mel Gibson before. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he is a director. So is so is James uh, Brooks. Wow, James Brooks. Ah, uh, yes, that's yes. very true. But I know fucking Nemo's dad didn't do those films. <laughs> no, no, Albert, not Albert Brooks. Yeah. I can't tell you how afraid I was that I was going to fuck that one up, and I would have just had to quit altogether. Just, would have been ended the show just right stopped. there. <laughs> just left. It's like, and he's gone. Yeah. Folks. Yeah. Oh, it was sad and pathetic. We, we got there, man. Don't worry. Don't, don't you worry your pretty little right. head. We it. did. Thank you for your patience. Sorry I was running my mouth nonstop. I just had to it's verbally not, talk myself you. through it to you. figure it all out. Well, uh, shit. I think I, I got to catch up to you, man. So... You do, you do, but you're close, right? Right? You you got three, right? Draw a musical. All right, you got one of them handy. Is that what you want? You want one of those? I I was about to ask you guys for Park again. (laughs) All right, I think you got this one. Who plays a blind man in 
scent of a woman. Now, um, <laughs> yeah, that is the actor Gosford Park. That is correct. Give him the bell, please. Um, what? Oh my god, for fucking a! It's like, and we were just talking about this guy. I can't. Huh? Not long ago, and why can't? Not that's today. okay. But I, I. Oh my god, why can't I? I can see his fucking face, and I'm. I'm ha- now. I'm name blanking, and it's like I can see. The- yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Dennis, <laughs> come drink uh, Dunkin' Donuts Dunkachino with me uh, over at Jack and Jill. I, that's a bad impersonation. <laughs> but the only movie I'm thinking of right now is Jack and Jill, and I've never even watched it. Jack and Jill? You mean the. Yeah, he's in Adam oh, Sandler's God, Jack that's and Jill. Right. Uh, as himself. As too. himself? Guy must need an easy oh, paycheck. Huh? Yeah. I think, as far as I can recall. Pacino. I mean, I was looking for a first name with it, but Al. I'll give you that. Al. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Al. Al Mr. Al Pacino himself. Hoo-ah. All right, so four to four. <laughs> God, that yeah. took long enough to get there. Um, my apologies, folks. Right? Yeah, that was painful. That was that was truly, no, you're good. truly excruciating <laughs> you, <laughs> no, no, you think you can take it painful was trying to remember Mel no, Brooks. i was entertained uh, i mean i had a good time on that journey <laughs> i didn't <laughs> i almost shit my pants um but that's a different now um i don't know i'm gonna go for a uh, comedy animation please and hope Ooh. to god i can pull that all one right off. i don't know it's, it's, a, it's one I, I know a thing or two about Oh, what type of car is the time machine? Charlie's Angels full throttle. The DeLorean. You're correct, and you are the winner of trivia this week. You lucky son oh. of a gun. Dude, I was afraid that you were going to ask a horse FI, and it was a Star Wars question, and oh, you would have taken it if I got No, I would, not so lucky this time. Yeah. Wish it was the case. Yeah. But uh, my other game. favorite, one of my other favorite films of all time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. Whew. That yeah. was a good one. That was good. Yeah, neck was, and neck, almost there. I, I I like those. I'd rather I'd rather yeah. it was close like that than uh, totally one sided either direction. Yeah. And yeah, you know what saddens me about this game? We we played a whole set of cards from another distributor. Same same exact game. This game we're pretty deep in. Zero questions about the uh, the very uh, big animated hit Beavis and Butthead Do America. What's up, game? Get it's been a while. I'd, What's I'd going also on? like to point out it has been a while since we've had either Billy Crystal, John Goodman, or Monsters Incorporated as an answer either. The Monsters Incorporated phenomenon well, as seems much as, to have faded. <laughs> as much as I love John Goodman and Monsters Inc. being one of my favorite Pixar movies, I, I can live <laughs> without those questions. Yeah, I like a good challenge. There you go. Don't just dangle the carrot in front of my face because I don't like carrots. Oh. I don't know. That was bad. That was bad. What am I dangling? What am I dangling? Uh, I don't know. I I, <laughs> I, I don't want any dangles, please. No dangles. <laughs> and there's the title <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> God. Oh, oh gross. Okay. Um, well... Mr. Chicken Dinner winner, um, you ready for some reviewage? 
Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm going to start with the, uh, a little indie film that uh, is based off some uh, YouTube shorts oh. and has some uh, children's noveli- uh, novelizations, some children's storybooks, credit by, uh, well, co-credit by um, fucking um, Jenny Slade. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I got this little film called Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Um, so I actually fucking drove to Boston and paid to park to go see this movie. I didn't pay for the ticket, but I paid to park to go see the film because it was only playing exclusively in Boston. Uh, that's how much I wanted to see this one. Um, so, uh, this, this is a, uh, I guess I would call call it a mockumentary. No, I'm going to call it a document. Well, no, it's a mockumentary because it's not real. Uh, it's 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 like a doc. Uh, this guy staying in an Airbnb, and uh, he he meets a a shell that uh, it's like a little shell. He has like a googly eye and some little shoes, and uh, it talks to him. He uh, lives in this house <laughs> with his grandmother, and uh, he just sees how this little shell like lives a regular ordinary life uh in this airbnb and nobody's ever talked to marcel uh that's the name of the shell before uh normally they hide from the people staying there but the the documentarian is like interested in uh, talking to him and he uh makes some little videos puts it out online and millions of people watch the videos and, and end up liking them and it turns out marcel used to uh have a family that lived at this house with them and his grandmother uh, but one night, uh, the owners of the house had a big fight, and uh, the the family was swept away, and uh, Marcel lost his family. And uh, this this is about a story of getting Marcel uh, answers to where Marcel's family may be, trying to trying to help reconnect him with this huge family. Um, and it's heartwarming. It's sweet. Uh, it's 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 like stop motion in real life oh, cool. uh, mixture. It's it's just a. Uh, it's a unique, fun, cute, exciting little film, uh, and and it's interesting because the uh, the documentarian in the film, uh, the actor who plays him, is also the director and other co-creator of uh, the character. His name's uh, Dan Flesher Camp, uh, so he's playing himself, interviewing a character that he invented, and uh, and 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 to make matters even crazier, uh, him and uh, Jenny Slate were married. Uh, when they created the character and right when they started production, they essentially got like a divorce and like they, they still had made a great movie oh. and they've been promoting it and apparently are still uh, pretty close Dang. and friendly. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but, oh man, it sounds like it's like, what the fuck is this? Is it like a kid's movie? Maybe. Is it a family movie? Maybe. But eh, at the core, it's just this like sweet, sincere, fun film and like the the character is just sharp with it and just always has a cool fun sassy answer and like you can kind of hear jenny slate's voice but it, it she she, she kind of changes it and it's just delightful man i can't say enough praise about this i kind of want to go and check out the short film uh shorts that are out there i i don't i don't think i'll read the books because i don't know how to read but um definitely <laughs> if you get a chance if it's playing anywhere near you should check out marcel the shell with shoes on Maybe it's going to be uh, streaming sometime soon, but I I, I, I really dug it, and it, it was a delight to see it in the theater. Uh, I'm going to give Marcel the Shell with shoes on three and a half slices of toast. Damn, okay. Because it's no easy feat to do a stop-motion film and have heart. Oh, yeah. 
just really keep me and and it's and it's a sleek 90 minutes an hour and a half and boy i could watch awesome, more of man. it but i feel like it was a perfect time nice dude well yeah no that's yeah. like that sounds like a, a fun like cute time you know it's like the i was just looking at the the poster for it and the little uh tootsie roll pop parachute it's really cute yeah, it's a, yeah. this is this is neat looking that sounds like a good time man Mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, I, I think you got something that sounds cute, but it's dark and dreary. Yeah, no, this is, uh, I, I was talking to Adam before we started recording this episode and Val and I have still been kind of on our true crime kick every once in a while. We try to find another, another story to experience in. This is the story of, sorry, this is the film girl in the picture that was just dropped on Netflix. This is a documentary telling the story of these horrible circumstances where this young woman was walking down a street late at night and these passersby uh, had found her body. Essentially she was clinging on within an inch of her life. Uh, clearly it, it, to their eyes, they, there was some type of hit and run Jesus. situation. She was carrying groceries and a car must've struck her and just kept going. Uh, but when they, they got her to the hospital, she died in the hospital room. They called her husband and they said that was kind of a strange interaction. Like, and they noticed immediately it was a little odd. He was much, much older than she was. Uh, this 20 year old woman, it was surprising that she had like a 60 some year old husband. Um, and uh, as they start scratching at the surface of like the doctors are noticing she has bruising and injuries that are very old. These are not from this car accident. And the names they're, they're giving mm. at admission versus when uh, her husband comes, they notice that a couple of them aren't the same. And uh, there's some threads to be pulled here. These people are not who they seem to be. And their story is one that's really twisted. Uh, you find out they have a kid together and the, he just huh. straight up took the kid and disappeared for like five fucking years. They couldn't find him. Um, he, they, there was, oh man, you find out there's wow. just at least a dozen names they've lived under together in some states, they were pretending to be father and daughter with only months later, all of a sudden they're telling people their husband and wife. What? Um, you find out she's over the, uh, over all this time. He's like, he was basically holding whenever she was pregnant and had a child, he'd like hold the child hostage over her and make her like, he made her become a stripper. And she started like, he started like pimping her out and, it was it, and just every time you picked that, you found another wow. layer. It just got deeper and sadder, and it just could not believe. And, and I just like you, we could not believe that at, at the next layer that was revealed at the story. And it just, oh man, that was that was a that was a rough one to get through. Um, for an hour and forty minutes, I, I needed that the relief of something lighthearted afterwards. That's for sure. So I will, I will like to add that. Um, if you're not ready for the some of the subject matter, it gets it gets pretty gets pretty heavy. Um, the the abuse that's being discussed is just not not something to be taken lightly. Um, but it's definitely a story that I think when you see something weird like this, you know, it's just when you see someone who's just without directly asking for help, but it seems like they need it. That's it's probably a time to. May, you know, maybe do something about it. I, I, I totally get, there's so many people who are close to this, this young woman that 
her friends and very of her under various aliases and they knew her at various points of her lives and she uh, she was such a good person like she just delighted so many people and brought so much warmth and caring to people who needed it helped others out of horrible situations when she was in one herself and kept it hidden from everybody it's i i just couldn't look away from this thing as it was unfolding uh but yeah it's it's definitely not one to be taken lightly um huh. it is I, I will say my only dan- like my only negative mark creatively is I feel although it is a strong uh, closing uh, to the film we I, I like that we finally there's a certain threshold that you're hoping we cross and we finally get there and it's 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 that you know like you can finally close the book on the story a little bit but I feel we take our time through this there's a good 15 20 minutes. I feel like we kind of drag our feet a little bit. I, I take that with a grain of salt, though. I'm not trying to. The story is an intense one that, and a lot of voices need to be told, like heard. But I feel once once we kind of got that last piece, we kind of lingered a little bit at the end. So that's that's the only negative I feel. Again, creatively, uh, there's plenty of negatives to discuss uh, within the the story that's being told here. But my God, it's it's just. Mm. incredible to me that something like this could even occur but um yeah i if if you're yeah. into the true crime stuff and you just like uh you might have heard parts of the story over time but to finally hear the whole thing put together in this manner i believe uh this was based off of a podcast series um in a book in a book primarily oh. in fact the book is heavily discussed within the documentary as it is a part of the resolution like the guy writing the book got very heavily involved in trying to help assist in the case and brought some information to light that kind of helped push this thing along and yeah man yeah that is it is a killer one um yeah girl in the picture over on netflix um i i would say uh, three slices it's um but, nice. but again, I, I will put that little asterisk next to it. If you're into the subject matter, don't don't try to force it down. If you're not, because that it won't be a it will not be a pleasant time. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Can't complain about that. That's that's always it's yeah. No, that's that, that's yeah, an interesting. It's, story. It, yeah, it is fascinating. I will definitely say that it's um yeah. <laughs> that's I think that's the best thing I can say about it. But try, try Fair enough. I, uh, I got something a little. I, I got something a little more lighthearted and family friendly nice. for you. Uh, I got the uh, the film Minions: The oh. Rise of Gru. So uh, this picks up essentially where the last Minions film oh. left off. Uh, this is uh, now the Minions are living with their new friend slash boss. Uh, Gru, who is a child, still voiced by uh, Steve <laughs> oh, Carell. And uh, Gru as a child, he always wanted to be a super villain. And uh, he does some, some villainous things with the help of the minions. And then one day, he gets invited to audition to be a replacement of his favorite super villain and his favorite super villain organization. And uh, once that happens, he's like, fuck it. I don't need you oh, minions no. anymore. I'm moving up to the big leagues. He goes to the interview, and guess what, Dennis? They think it's a joke that a kid 
is auditioning and like, sorry, kid, we don't have time to waste talking to you. You're not a bad guy. And so his answer to that is, I'm going to steal that fucking jewel right behind you or whatever, some (laughs) MacGuffin that is fucking your prized possession. And then you'll come begging me for the fucking thing back and you'll invite me into your fucking club. Um, And guess what? He steals it. But the guy who they stole it from, who was the old fucking member of the crew, saw him steal it. And now that guy's after Gru. And guess what? These bad guys are also after Gru. And then fucking the minions, three are three main minions. I think Kevin, Steve, and Doug, I think are their names. They see Gru get kidnapped, so they decide they want to try to help him. Uh, and they, the only lead they have is that he is in San Francisco. Um and uh, essentially everyone thinks Screw has this stone that he stole, but he gave it to a different minion uh, because they were being chased. And uh, that minion traded the fucking stone for a fucking pet rock. So uh, essentially Gru doesn't have it. It's like a dual story. And then it turns out. So it's like Gru is like kidnapped by his favorite villain. And then like, it's like, what's going to happen there? And then our minions, our main minions are, trying to find them and they also learn kung fu in the mix um it's 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 what you expect from a movie like this uh it's not the best not the worst um but it, it's it's a fun little ride um so i'm gonna give minions the rise of Gru. i'll give it two slices of Ooh. toast um definitely worth checking out but it's not not is anything it? revolutionary here it's no marcel the shell with shoes <laughs> is this one I'll definitely like is, is it a little fan servicey, like the hardcore minion fans that are already out there, the despicable me heads, or is it? Sure, it's like because I, I, yeah. I still have yet to I see mean, these, but it's they're so fucking huge. I'm like, I maybe I do have finally you know, should eventually, oh yeah, you know, take the plunge. But uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I dig, I, I dig the despicable me movies. Like, I feel like there's some uh, pretty solid illumination hmm. films, and. uh yeah, no, I, I think they're pretty good. Uh, it's just interesting because you got, I think, three Despicable Me movies, and then you got now the two Minions movies, and of course the Minions have become the right. big stars. Stealing uh, the show a little bit. And, and, and it's interesting. Like There was an interview where uh, apparently fucking Steve Carell was like, what? Why would you make these little creatures? Nobody's going to like them like when he first <laughs> did it, and then he was like, I was wrong. And did you hear about all these fucking teens and tweens like being like dressing up in these inflatable minion suits going to theaters and oh yes I, I was hearing about this actually uh fell brought this to my attention too that it's nonsense crazy. there was something like some movie theater chain was banning people from like uh you can't they didn't even want you to take out your cell phone because they thought you were gonna be they were they were keeping people out if you showed up in costume and then like they were getting nervous when people were taking cell phones out because they thought Mm -hmm. it was about you know it was about to go down so that's ridiculous kids yeah be be respectful we're paying to come see this movie don't 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 be a dickhead do that at home yeah dude fucking wear your suits that's cool enjoy the fandom but don't don't yeah, fucking ruin the experience for everyone else so you is, can is, get a chuckle or a fucking view on yeah. TikTok. Yeah, there's fucking families trying to watch these movies, and then there's fucking 30-year-old That's men right. like myself trying to watch these movies, so don't ruin it for us, all right? And there's other 30-year-old stuff sitting in the Be back cool that person. has such limited attention 
You're going to distract yeah. me from the movie because I'm so damn high. Although now I'm thinking about it. I mean, that sounds delightful. Like you're trying to watch a movie and then there's real life minions fucking with you in the theater. Like maybe, maybe I do want to see that. I don't know. Normally I'm, I'm anti that, but now I talk myself Uh-oh. into the reverse yeah, look of what it. You did. Look what you did. Ugh. Damn it. Well, I'm not seeing the movie in the theaters again, but for minions three, go. you do what you got to do and maybe do it in my, my local woods, but don't do anything. Don't oh, hurt yeah. people. Just have fun. Yeah. Be lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all Agreed. I got to ask. Um, it's like gold and silver and metals and fucking don't. Yeah. <laughs> I got no segue here, Dennis. I appreciated you your got? attempt. Um, I got a flick that I checked out on Hulu this last week. This is a this is a new oh. one starring Zac Efron. I'm talking about gold. Ooh. So. I, I, I got to say, um, this was interesting because I, I didn't see a trailer or anything for it. I just saw the description of the film as it ha- literally had it on Hulu. And, like their main page, it just like splashed right there. Um, I would like to read this because this is honestly how I informed my decision to even watch the movie. In the not too distant future, a drifter traveling through the desert discovers the largest gold nugget ever found. He must guard it from thieves amid hard conditions and wild dogs while waiting for his partner to return. Uh, the the drifter is Zac Efron. Um, I immediately, I'm already like intrigued by this world. It, they, we say not too distant future. It's clear we are in some like near future dystopian society where things have started to crumble a bit. You uh, you hear a couple uh, snippets from the radio, and you can kind of gather things from like signage and stuff that most of the world's population has clearly started to migrate away from certain parts of the world because shit's just so bad. Um, it's a, it's an Australian film, but it doesn't, nothing about it's immediately screaming Australia other than a, some vague signage and a few voices on the, again, on the, over the radio. Otherwise it's, uh, you're picking up, there's a lot of different languages are kind of, being bottlenecked down together because again, it's clear a lot of people have moved through yet. You see very few people. Um, There's been some kind of reduction in the population. Anyways, water is scarce. It's very Mad Max looking, but like probably the first years of like the Mad Max world as it was starting to crack off. That's very much the vibe I'm getting. I just wish it was even more of that. Uh, The production design is a little sparse, but the little bit that is there is interesting. So, we get our guy. Apparently, his name is Virgil, although I do not remember ever hearing his name being spoken. Uh, he needs to get a ride to the compound where he's got a job waiting for him. Uh, this this guy immediately tells him, "Oh, dude, it's the the just the ride is two hundred bucks. Then then it's a hundred bucks for gas. Then it's uh, twenty dollars for all that water that you dumped all over your head at camp. Then I'm going to charge you for you know." He's just like rattling on and on, and, and it's it's not a good interaction. He can tell things maybe aren't quite what he was hoping they would be by coming when he came to this town. Um, so he's getting they're getting their ride. He's getting his ride to the compound. We're going through all of this like gorgeous desert cinematography, just huge, huge wide vistas. Like it's it looks awesome. I, I a lot of these minefield uh, like mining fields, like digging. Uh, uh, you can sure. tell that these are parts of Australia where they just got all this cool landscape. Um, now, apparently, some of it was actually shot during a sandstorm. I didn't realize that till after uh, doing a little reading. It, but it, 
takes its time, man. Yeah, I'm like, okay, we find a, it's called gold. It's about discovering a giant ass fucking gold nugget. We don't see a sliver of gold. Mm. Oh man, I would say we don't see the gold for half an hour. I think that's when the truck breaks down. Finally, is like half an hour into the movie. We don't see any fucking gold for a good forty minutes. Um, and then the whole setup is all right. So obviously, we it's like it's so big we can't pick it up out of the ground. Uh, the driver, he's like, I know where I can get an excavator. Um, or uh, you, you take the truck and go get it. I'll stay here with the gold because I know I can hack it. It's gonna take like five days, and I know I can. I know how to survive out here, but I'm pretty sure you can't. You're walking with a limp, and you're not from around here. And Zach Efron's like, no, I can do it. Don't worry, man. I can take care of myself. So leaves him some water and some food. As this is really where I feel the movie finally fucking starts. Is it's him surviving in the desert where we've got these packs of wild dogs that like they just cannibalize each other. They're vicious. Um, there's this wandering drifter that keeps kind of wandering up and harassing him and trying to like she knows something's going on, but he's he's being really shady and suspicious and it, obviously, this is something hairy going on. He's just getting roasted by the sun. And you get to watch Zac Efron take a shit three times in this movie. I do not understand why we needed to see that three times. Sign me up. If it was two times, it wouldn't be enough, right. Dennis. Three times, the perfect magic number the to watch. shitty trifecta. Were they three different times? Was one like, like no, a little tiny poop? Another was a big poop? Another no, was no, a no. No, there's, there's no, no visible logs. It's a... Uh, it's it's no sound or visuals. Oh. It's just the mere suggestion as shit's being taken is what happens. But three fucking times, three times. Uh, I thought that was worth mentioning because huh. I never wanted to okay. see that that many times in a movie ever. So uh, there's a first for everything, I suppose. Um, yeah, I think huh. it's like like I was kind of alluding to. It's just the movie starts to drag ass, dude. It. I really like the setup and I like the idea of what they're supposed to be coming into it. The visuals were interesting. Set design had a little left to be desired, and then the dialogue was a little iffy, as well as just straight up the logic of his character. There's some really dumb decisions that are made, and then and then Val and I started calling out like the fucking turn the twists as they were ha- like as they're happening. Like, oh, and this is oh, this is it. Oh, okay. So the movie really peters off. Uh, it took a while to get going, and once it got going, it couldn't maintain my interest. And by the time it ended, I was glad. Like, I was just fucking put this thing out of its misery. In more ways than one, in fact. Ha! Uh, at an hour and 37 minutes, it was at least seven minutes too long. Um, this, again, this was over on Hulu. I'm going to give gold one and a half slices. I, I had high hopes for it coming into it. It started off cool, but it just took too long to get anywhere. That's that's sad. You figure something like Zac Efron would uh would pull in some gold action there. Like, and I, I saw I saw that pick pop up back when it first came up uh, on uh, every week. I check to see what comes mm-hmm. out on VOD, like new hits to, to rent. And I'm like, oh, cool, Zac Efron's in a cool looking movie. And then I saw it on Hulu. I'm like, maybe I'll check it out, but mm-hmm. maybe I didn't. Yeah, that's I, I I have a feeling you probably would have got bored pretty fast because it's like anytime something slightly interesting happens, it's immediately followed by just nothing you get you, you just he gets shot yeah and I oh hate yeah it's like this it just checks all these boxes of nope he, he's gonna nope the fuck out of this one yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'll pass uh but but i did not pass uh as i think i might have said earlier when i saw the marvel 
goat, uh, the 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 Thor fucking yeah. Thor marathon. Uh, I sat down and watched all the Thor films, and uh, so I'm going to review Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, so this uh, picks up kind of where we last saw Thor uh, when he left with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, you get a kind of montage of him with nice. the Guardians. You get uh, you see him see him lose the weight and whatnot, and uh, so yeah, it kind of picks up when he and Korg go off on their own uh, because uh, well yeah, I'm not gonna walk you through everything because I don't want to I don't want to do that I don't want to do you dirty. But uh, there's a villain named Gore, the God. Slayer? God killer. Yeah, God killer. No. Yeah. For the thought. God killer. Yeah. Played uh, by fucking Christian Bale so perfectly. So the opening of the film, as as nowadays you get with the uh, Marvel films, you get like a cold open, and then uh, you get like the Marvel uh, uh, Cinematic Universe fucking title card, and then you get the actual movie. Like this movie started, and it looked fucking phenomenal. It did not look like a fucking Marvel movie, and I'm like, oh. Maybe this isn't Thor yet, but then you see fucking like it, it's so sexy, like a, a dry desert landscape, a father and daughter uh, barely surviving. And, and then I'm like, OK, cool, that's gore. So I guess yes, it is a fucking Thor. Uh, and you see his daughter die from dehydration. And then he ends up fighting like this, like. This this uh, lush land and he sees all these gods kind of partying and joking around. And he's like, oh, man, my fucking daughter died and this and that. But I never had held up. I always knew you were here. He met his God and his God laughs at him, tells him he's a piece of shit, essentially. And then he finds a sword that calls out to him and uh, he essentially kills his God. And then that sets him off on a journey of I'm going to kill gods. Uh, And then then we find out that he wants to go to this one area where you go and you can have a wish to do anything you want. And his wish is to kill all the gods. And, uh, of course our main man, Thor finds out about this. Uh, but as all this is happening, fucking Thor is kind of having a mid midlife crisis. He doesn't know what he wants to do anymore with his life, but he finds out that his, his ex lover, Jane Foster played by Natalie Portman, uh, we find out that uh, she had cancer and she was getting chemo and she saw in like a book that uh, fucking Milnir or whatever the fucking hammer's name is has the power, yeah, has the power to fucking uh, heal all uh, earthly oh. problems. <coughs> Sorry, I coughed a bit. Or it has the power to um, fucking kind of keep you alive as a god. And so she goes to New Asgard, not even looking for Thor. And like we see all the Asgardians now living there. And it's weird because all the Asgardians are, uh, they look like regular folk. They don't even look like fucking gods oh, sure. and whatnot. Earth clothes. They all have <laughs> entered into Earth. Yeah. Um, but so she is on like a tour and you see the hammer. It's all destroyed because, of course, Hela fucking destroyed it in Ragnarok. But something happens. It, it fucking fixes itself and we leave and we see Thor do his thing. And then we find out later on Thor goes back to new Asgard for one reason or another. Oh, because fucking Gore goes there and uh, Gore steals all the kids and uh, leaves because he's trying to bait Thor. Um, But, but as he's fighting, he sees fucking uh, the mighty Thor, AKA uh, Natalie Portman. And like, he's like, Oh shit. 
and like they kind of will they won't they but they they team up the movie is essentially fucking they uh they want to find the kids uh and they go to get help from other gods and that might not ha- work or whatnot but yeah essentially this movie is thor and the mighty thor are, are uh and valkyrie and korg are off on a quest trying to save kids okay. um and we we find a way to talk to kids. Uh, Himdil's kid is that is that the name of fucking yes. Edith Elba, the fucking guardian of the, the, fucking, uh, the rainbow, yeah. So um, his kid. Oh my god, what do they call that? The rainbow. Yeah, uh, you know I sat through four movies and I don't fucking remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, yeah. The Bifrost. The Bifrost. Bifrost. Yeah. Um, so like Hemdale's kid like can telekinetically talk to Thor and he's like, "Hey man, we're fucking." Uh, well, he's, he's, he's a little kid, so he can say he's like, "Yeah man, we're all scared this and that." Yeah, and Thor's like, "Don't worry, I'll find you and I'll save you." And then he's, he realizes, "Oh shit, I know exactly where they are. They're in space." I don't know. All right, so let me get to the nitty gritty. I told you I wasn't going to give you a rundown of the whole film, and I kind of did, but I didn't. Um, so pros and cons here, Dennis. Uh, the plot is they're trying to find some stolen kids. I don't know why the god killer just didn't. There, there's. I don't oh, okay, want to spoil okay. that part. But well, he does kill other gods, but he's trying to get Thor to a specific place for a specific reason that you learn later on or sure. whatnot. And I think I've already fucking told you. It doesn't fucking matter. But uh, <sighs> this movie essentially tries to be weird and wacky and out there to kind of outdo. Ragnarok, and I think they kind of miss what made Ragnarok so special. I don't even know what it is, but it's something about it. Uh, and I like tech, and I like comedy, but something about this film just didn't sit fully right with me. Like, I felt like there were so many things going on. It's like, I could have just had a whole movie about Jane being the mighty Thor and doing her own thing and thriving. I didn't need, I didn't need Chris Hemsworth's Thor with her. I didn't need Valkyrie and Korg. I just could have seen her on her own. But I get you want to bring them together, uh, have some emotions fly. Uh, but the the plot to go and save some kids, uh, do I need that? I don't know. Maybe that's the new hot thing to do like Obi-Wan did. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just not what I want it. But I will say Kristen Bale, fucking creepy, nice. fucking fantastic villain. Uh and the comedy comedy is there, but I feel like they're trying too hard. I felt like the movie, I feel like it was, wasn't a super long movie, but it was still long enough. It was like two That's minutes shy of like two is hours. Like one of the shortest um, of the Marvel movies. Yeah, but it still feels That's long. Interesting. And there's like I sat there like, oh, hours of that movie too. Soon. So it's like, well, do you think that would have just made it worse? If by adding some more back in? I, uh, I mean, that's what Taika says. He says it it was cut for reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cool, fun, cute things that happen in the movie and funny things, but it just didn't feel as cohesive as Ragnarok. After something like Ragnarok, I wanted wanted more of that magic (laughs) and fun and not just all craziness. Like... I, I could have watched a whole movie about, like I said, uh, the Mighty Thor. I could have watched a whole movie of this guy going and killing the gods. And... I don't know. And like this whole time things are happening and like, it's like, Hey dude, you know, uh, the, the remaining Avengers, you just left fucking Peter Quill and the guardians. Give them a call. They'll come help you out. And uh, that doesn't happen. I don't know. I, I'm just being harsh. I don't hate the movie. I'm going to see it again to try to see what did and okay. didn't work. Maybe it was just the fatigue of being in the theater <laughs> for 10 hours, but 
just not exactly what I had wanted. And it was what I wanted, but it wasn't. You just watched Ragnarok uh, right before, right? So yeah, that is the closest comparison. You're I did, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right so it's like, eye. you can't get, you know, yeah. you can't do it much better than that unless you literally watched every Avengers and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. You know, like, if you piece together every second True. she was on camera. But that's insane. That's 30-some yeah. movies, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. Uh, 25, 26, 27, somewhere Enough. around 30. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it's definitely, definitely worth checking out. It's definitely worth seeing in the theater. Cause there's a lot to go on and like, Oh dude, beautiful cinematography. Cause there's a whole, uh, segment of the film on this one planet where color is like dissipated. So it's all black and white oh. and airy and this crazy. Like, awesome in the creepy. Yeah. Oh, and that, that it looks sexy. It looks sexy. And then there's other points where, like, you get, like, candy-colored worlds and whatnot. And, uh, like, like here's the thing. Like, they go to, like, this council of all gods who are having a meeting, and it's being led by Zeus, played by a fucking Russell Crowe. The whole meeting, the, the big thing that they're talking about is the god orgy that's coming up and how much they're looking forward to having an oh, orgy god. and this and that. And it's like... Really? Do I need do I, do I need to hear them talk about orgies? Wow. Okay. Now I'm with Gore. Kill him. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. And like nobody takes what nobody takes what Thor's saying seriously. And I will say there's like a cuteness where like Stormbreaker is like jealous because Thor is like now like jealous that Jane has his hammer right. and misses the hammer. <laughs> and there's a cute little like thing going on with the hammer and the the windbreaker or whatever it's the called. Windbreak. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. Either way, I'm now just spewing out words here. I, I can't, I'm going to see it again eventually. And I, I look forward to talking about it with you. Oh, yeah. Hopefully Definitely. you'll see it eventually. Um, so yeah, may, maybe you'll, you can, you can talk me into it, but I'm going to give right now, as it stands on this episode, Thor love and thunder. I'm going to give two and a half slices. Of okay. Toast. Okay. Fair enough. It could change yeah. on the second viewing, but for now, yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. man, I let's uh, after all that Marvel talks, shall we shall we wrap it up with another episode of Ms. Marvel? Well, I, th- I, uh, I think I, we got oh, two episodes right. you're we right. talk about her. Are you just I just I, yeah. I just caught up to episode five today. So that's why it's still fresh mm-hmm. in my mind. But uh, I've been marrying episodes four and five together. And it kind of makes sense because the storyline works out perfect. Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, yes. episodes four and five of Miss Marvel. Right. We uh, so sorry and sorry, and maybe that's another thing that's happening. It's like we're seeing something fresh and new and fun with Miss Marvel at the same time as this Thor coming out. It's like maybe I'm just having an overload of like conflicting characters and stories, and because I'm loving loving this this oh Ms. yeah Marvel stuff. No, I, I think there's something to be said with that because we're finally being shown something yeah. a little different, not hitting the same beats and following the same pace all the time, mm-hmm. that it's actually trying to be its own thing and stand up on its own. And I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I think they need to take more of these risks. So, yeah, don't just keep cookie-cuttering out Marvel yeah. stuff there, Disney. Keep keep doing more of this, this business over here. Um, Heck, yeah. Uh, so, anywho, sorry, I will let you uh, sum up where we're at with the episode oh get, yeah getting no. getting up into four there so we had uh some kerfuffle at a at a wedding it was just happened before the previous episode um it's it's kind of it's kind of out 
in front of everybody now that Kamala's Kamala's up to some shit. She, uh, although not everyone knows her identity, a few people are starting to learn it. Um, after discussing with her grandmother about the bangle, it is decided we, we, we need to go. We got to go. We got to, you got to come here. I got to see you after seeing this fucking gnarly spirit train come sailing through a wall at her face. Uh, the, the message is clear. We got to, we got to meet up and have a serious discussion of where this power comes from. Um, after we, we get there and I like I liked meeting her cousins. They're fucking sarcastic and hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Especially in episode five. I, I like you. You can just call your service provider. You mean like spyware for your children? I love that. Um, anyway, it's like <laughs> oh, that, that by far the greatest line right there. The mother killing it. How have I right. not heard about why this? People, why has no one told me about this until now? Oh my god! And then just again, the brilliant casting in this show—just fucking wonderful. Everyone is just killing it. Um, the uh, okay, this like secret society of these badass like defenders of the bangle that she gets to meet that was fucking cool i was not i don't know i didn't think i, I just thought we were kind of rolling in cold i had no idea there's gonna be this whole support team lying under the surface uh yep. getting introduced to like that that crazy map wall that whole set by the way which i gotta be honest a lot of the sets look awesome but once we once we traveled oh, oh my yeah. god every every building we go into like a lot of these set pieces are just fucking awesome i to do the production design on this mm. would have been an awesome time <laughs> seriously yeah yeah like i've never had interest in personally going to like this country and i know they didn't film in this country but it really made me like damn man maybe i should go to this country it looks like a it's fun awesome. time yeah it, um the yeah. Shit, sorry, lost my place here. Uh, the, there, sorry. The, the, sorry, not just the locations. Well, obviously the wardrobe too. I mean, the, the colors that are used all over the place—it's it's gorgeous. I mean, every, like every frame mm. of this show has looked awesome so far. But these last two episodes it just keep getting bigger and bigger. The uh, the train station scene, dear God, I, I know they're not all oh. human extras, but. The volume of people they had to have just to get those shots, that was a killer of a day. Like, mm -hmm. that had to be a nightmare organizing that shit, but and God. On top of that, think about the Ooh, COVID. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Filming yeah. it, dude. For sure, Come dude. God. Intense. Uh, the, the only one who got kind of got away with it was uh, our, our homie Red Dagger over here who get the, the cool the mask. Yeah. Like, mask. He gets to run around the crowd with that all the time. Yeah. Um, but there, there were some, I, those fight scenes were badass. I, it's too bad our, our homie we had met didn't live very long. That uh, was that her protection, yeah. and he kind of bounces the fuck out. He, he sacrificed did. himself. He did. Yeah. And, yeah, so so essentially, like, Kamala ends up back in the, was it the part no what was it called? Uh, the, the partition it the it's when they this uh, the separation of the partition uh, yeah the creation of palestine and um separation from India. like 
we we heard the story of her ancestors talk about it in previous episodes, and it's like, oh, that's cool. But and then they actually bring her and put her in it. And it's yeah. like, oh shit, I did. I should have seen it coming a hundred miles away, but I didn't see it. And to put, oh my god, so fucking right. crazy man, pulling that off, traveling through time and fucking story and connecting it with the family and. Oh man, and something that I feel like we don't talk about much in America. Like, no, I was not. You know what? To, uh, the, the way they were explaining, it, I really enjoyed it because I was not familiar enough with any of this information. So it is. It's. I'm glad it is getting brought into the storyline of the show because it's like this is world history that's affected. It's like there's a reason why the, this population has moved around so much. And Jesus, to have torn families apart like that and to have instilled all of that yeah. turmoil. That's just. That's horrible. But uh, you know what? I'm, I'm getting exposed to some mm. of these other these other very true, real stories it's among nice. this awesome, you know, sci-fi superhero show. It's a it's a great way to present these mm-hmm. uh, these things to a wider, broader audience. I think a hundred percent. And uh, yeah, so and then uh, spoiler alert. Sorry, but at this point, the finale of the series or season has already come out and we don't know because yes, we're sir. recording earlier previous to that uh, but as of if you're not caught up fucking Camilla's mom realize, finds out that her daughter is the superhero essentially the one who she kind of is like you're not what's she not called a light girl, girl. <laughs> and, so you're yeah, a light girl yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> and she's kind of cool with it and the grandma's like yeah I fucking knew man I told you our family's magic yeah, that Getting to witness the moment that that story that we were told earlier in the season of when they find each other at the train station and having again spoiler alert that moment that mm-hmm. Kamala was always the one to come back and she's the reason why her family survived like she wouldn't exist without her intervention yeah. that was awesome yeah she is like her herself. own her own savior <laughs> yeah it's like a reverse exactly Marty I love that I love, I thought that was an awesome. Awesome way to do it, and although you, you kind of see it coming, it's still the, the the heightened moment of actually watching it happen, and that's what like corrects the world again. And then it's just like, oh, this was never she was never sent anywhere. This was just like mm-hmm. destiny. She had to. Yeah, and, and 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 also, it's not just about the superhero. That's not all we're learning. We're also seeing uh, her mother and her grandmother bonding and and coming to terms with way things worked out between the two of them. And it's like, you're getting a, a nice family story on top of a superhero story, which you don't get. And that's, I think that's one of the most of this Like show. we already met her yeah. actual family. Yeah. And then the flip side, her best friend who kind of has a crush on her and the guy that she has a crush on, who turned out <laughs> to kind of be working with the bad guys who might be a bad guy are now kind of rooming together. And like a while ago, we talked about like, why is this homeboy not have his family with them? Why is he running the show by himself? And we find out he's a fucking yeah, orphan, essentially, man. Runs like, a oh, shit. Star? We still don't. Rich. It's like, we still have a clear picture of what that. I'm still it, like, it answered one question. And his uncle? More. Yes, he did there. say what he did briefly say. Was it his grandmother yeah. or someone? There isn't. He did. He did I say uncle? He okay. uncle. I know he didn't mention there is another family member. So there is someone. Yeah, he seems yeah. to kind of be on his own. But see, we, the fact that the fact that we're kind of learning and like he's like, "Hey, man, I, your mother abandoned you. I'm not going to abandon you. I might not fucking like you, 
but I want to, I'll be here for you. And like the fact that like the whole time the, 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 the hot dude was calling the other guy Ooh, by no. his wrong name. And he's like, dude. And the other guy's like, he's doing this on purpose to be an asshole. And he's like, dude, I <laughs> honestly thought your name was fucking this other guy. I am so sorry. It's like, it's nice to see characters, not just being they, bitchy and catty towards each other and like coming together. And, and I like that. He was the, it was the other guy was the one struggling for a minute. It was like Argon. It's my favorite noble gas. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah trying so hard i see why we're not we've never actually hung out before it's like whew. oh oh you're a fan of uh cars yeah, too because he had a nikola tesla poster oh, exactly. fucking little things man little things like that all man. of those things genius. add up to this is still a fantastic show i am pumped for the the finale oh, yeah. it's coming too fast but hey, i'm ready for more i'm sad i'm sad that we're already at that point this is the show I, I think I cared the least about. I right. when I saw like pictures and stills, I'm like, oh, that looks so but fucking stupid. I I don't like Captain Marvel. I don't care about Miss Marvel. And like I the whole time, I'm like, ah, oh, I can't wait to see her meet fucking Captain Marvel and this and that. And I'm like, I don't care about Carol, any of that shit, man. Out of here. Keep Stay it busy. with this. We we got our own thing going. Yeah. The, like she I mean, she's keeping me very excited to see the fucking Marvels. True. Like now I'm excited for a movie I had right. no interest in. Just to see this cat. I, yeah, no, that's that's gonna be fun. Yeah, or season two. Hell yeah, but let's do. Let's, I want. Yeah, I want more of this show specifically. I. I yeah, oh, a hundred percent. But can you can you imagine? I mean, it probably happens at the end of the next episode. Has to happen. But if not, I just can't wait to see her interacting with her fucking oh, hero. Like it's the, the excitement on her face. Excuse me. No, that I. Yeah. We all know it's got to be building up to that moment where she gets to meet Carol, but. It's it's that oh, moment if I I want Carol to be like excited to meet her, just like whoa, hey, you're pretty you're yeah. pretty cool. What's 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 your story, kid? Uh-huh. Um, that's that's gonna be badass. <laughs> and I did try to go back and read like some of the backstory as to why which character is which and how like Carol Danvers actually was the original Miss Marvel in the comics before they restructured these characters, mm. so they're like all actually separate beings and they're not like Captain Marvel isn't Miss uh-huh. Marvel who isn't Marvel who is the original Cree Captain Marvel uh, mm. the, which yeah you know I guess that that did come up you know that is obviously in, in the Captain Marvel movie but um yeah no I'm just I'm totally with which you. I gotta watch again. I, I was just like once. whatever I was kind of I was let to me I didn't have a great time watching Hawkeye. It was just okay. I'm like, Ugh, is this going to be more of that again? Uh, no, way better. I like. I like. This has less I, action. Like this a I, lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. I I, I dug. I really enjoyed uh, Hawkeye. I, I enjoyed all these shows, <laughs> all, well, all the live action None shows. Sucked, you know, but honestly. Like, really. Yeah, honestly, this I think is my favorite. Maybe because it's a new character, maybe because it is hard, maybe because it's, I don't know, something about it is just so, it's kind of like when we when we met Peter Parker, our new, uh, our new yeah. Peter Parker, like, something about it just it sparks, and like, yep. we need more shit like this. But don't get me wrong, I am excited that this is leading, I, yeah, I know we got She-Hulk oh. next, which I'm not super pumped for, but I know I'm going to be there watching every week. But uh, the fact that we're getting close to Secret Invasion, yeah. I am very much... That's the, this is the story that. I thought we were going to get to a lot sooner. I'm glad we're finally getting to this. The, the Skrulls are not, yeah. a, not a fun team to be up against. Oh my Wasted. god. Yeah, it was waste. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's not waste that opportunity for a really good villain. 
Yeah. Oh, man. But I'm happy that we're both on the same page digging the show still and enjoying For it. For sure. And, yeah. folks, I hope you keep uh, tuning in. Let's make this. Let's close the show out with a bang. Show Disney. We do give a damn about these stories. Let's give us some more Miss Marvel. Or at least, again, take these risks. Go out on these tangents. This is fun for us. The people who have been watching all the movies and all the shows, do it. We're digging this. Yeah. Yeah. Give us more characters we don't know or care about exactly. or anything like that. Or, or, you know, even characters we do care about. Like, we all want to see the uh, X-Men enter the DCU. Uh, the DCU. The MCU. Like, give, us a, give us an X-Men. I know we're getting X-Men 95 or 97, which yeah. I'm stoked for. But, fuck, give us X-Men every fucking week. Give us everyone's looking forward to Fantastic Four. Give us that as a show. It doesn't all have to be films because we're spending more time and yeah. investing in them more. I mean, I love seeing it on the big screen. But fuck, give us more shows like this. Right. Come on. No, I, I totally agree. And I, yeah. I, would, I would dig this pattern of the the individuals are kind of, they each get their own show, but when we want to see them all together, that's when we put them on the big screen. Because that would be that satisfying yeah. feeling of then finally just getting to see Moon Knight and Miss Marvel and all of these other cats up, up on the, the, mm-hmm. the silver screen would be very gratifying. Which... Well, we're all kind of in the zone. Have you heard uh, that uh, supposedly Kingpin and Daredevil are going to be in the fray uh, coming into play I with Echo? I have heard that. It's it's interesting because I've been reading some interesting reactions to that because it's like all these people are like, oh, I couldn't give a shit about Echo, but hey, if we're going to get more Matt Murdock and Kingpin. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that, that's where But at I'm the at. same time, it's like, do you really think Disney's going to fully canonize the Netflix just, Daredevil? I don't think so. I think I think we're no, to just They're going to re, re-soften yeah, them. Exactly. But, it's like we're all we're getting actually is Vincent D'Onofrio playing Kingpin and uh, uh, damn it. What's his name? Playing uh, yeah. Um, oh my god. Why can't yeah. Yes, wow, Charlie Cox. It's a, I, which they're both awesome at playing these characters. But are they going to be those voices that we fell in love with are, are they going to be those characters that we watched seasons of and really started rooting for that's Which, that's my concern we're gonna get all hyped up to see these guys, but it's like this, uh, is it them i mean i i mean kingpin was a pretty badass in 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 hawkeye i thought it's, yeah like throwing cars and shit. he was more cartoony and more cr- but fun. But and it's sad that I'm very excited for it, but I haven't actually finished season what, three or two of Daredevil, okay. whatever the last one was, or Jan- Jan- Jessica Jones. Hey, yeah, have you heard about that? How they added AKA Jessica Jones uh, to the title of Jessica Jones oh, over there? No. They, they changed the title of the show. Yeah. So I don't know if that people are wondering what that means. I don't know. I'm, okay. Well, hey, I was always hoping we'd get Kristen Ritter back in the back in the fold so hopefully that's enough to that, oh, that yeah. happening sorry luke cage and mm. iron fist i couldn't care less yeah you get yeah. luke cage started off strong and then they just shit the bed with that one and i never could just get into iron fist oh, I don't dude. season one of luke cage yes. was my favorite it was a black exploitation superhero show that i just could not get enough of yeah season two you dumb them down and yeah, make them an idiot was, that was quoting Fuck. poetry like the, the man is oh yeah oh we don't we, we already told that show a new yeah. one once before yeah. I, i'll just get all riled up yeah true, true, true. and i still have yet to watch 
have still yet to watch The Punisher, and yeah. I gotta get to it because I hear nothing but yep. badassness. I loved him in Daredevil <laughs> season two. I don't know how I wouldn't love him. <laughs> you just gonna hear more of his gutter- guttural death screaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, exciting times, yeah, man! Fun. I can't wait to talk to you on the next episode about Miss Marvel's finale. Hopefully, season. Hopefully, we get another one. I'm I don't hoping. know. We'll find out. Give us some more. Although so far it's the lowest watched show, which makes no fucking sense here. to me. Out of all the shows, but I, I, I'd rather see another season of this than another season of fucking uh, Boba Fett. Sorry, I, I know that's probably sacrilege, but I understand. Me, I'm no, I, I, that's fair that. enough. I, I totally get that. Yeah, I'm not- which is funny. The other day. I, I, I watched a little bit of uh, Couples Retreat. Mm-hmm. It was on TV. And I didn't realize our buddy uh, Boba Fett was oh, there. Uh, Tomorrow Morrison, Morrison, yeah. What? Yeah. I'm like, ah, he is in a lot of stuff. Yeah. He'll sneak up on you. <laughs> yeah. I got so excited. I'm like, ah, oh, Boba Fett's there, man. Nice. nice. Uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, him and Happy Hogan didn't even put that together. Oh, man. Sorry. And you sorry. got Leon the I, Professional I, I, as the... Uh... The, the fucking, the, oh yep, as, yeah. as the mediator or the marriage whatever, counselor or whatever the fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> all over the place yeah. there. Fuck, I do. Yeah, that was man. a solid stack of, know, man. stack of toast there for you folks. Yeah. I hope I hope you enjoyed the journey. Got some pretty pretty warm recent flicks. Pretty pretty warm toast there has not cooled off in the slightest. I think so. I don't think. Yeah, you don't need a you don't need a baker's dozen uh, reviews. You just need a short That's stack, right. bite-sized morsels. Short Enjoy stack. that slice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, I know you. you I know I you haven't heard about it enough, so I'm here to remind you one more time. This December, we got a we got a film festival, man. We got a short film festival movie toast the festival. Mm-hmm. In fact. Yeah. Uh, check it out at filmfreeway.com slash. Movie Toast the Festival. This is our second annual run through this. We had so much fun doing it last uh, yeah. year, and I'm really excited to see uh, what you guys bring to the table this year. I've already we've already got some films, but you we've, got, some, uh, we've got some room left in the schedule here. If uh, you're even remotely thinking about entering, please send it on over. We are low cost. Mm-hmm. It is. Coming it's coming up. Sneak up so I'll please come off. join us. We want to see your stuff. Hey, please do. Please do. Hey, AER, so I'm going to throw this out there right now. If you get something that's in post and it's not completely finished, like if you got to color correct it or you got to add a new score to it, fucking send us your fucking rough cut where it's at now. You got till December. We'll let you yeah. fucking submit it and we'll then send us the yeah, final we'll swap polish that out for version. you and make sure that's the, that is the version we are judging. Yeah. Please. That, that, that absolutely. We'll yeah. So if, yeah. if you feel strong that you dig what you got, Send it to us because the deadline's coming up in August, and uh, but the festival's not till December, so you got time to make some tweaks if you need to. And you don't have to worry about changing your plans yeah. too crazy because it is an online only festival. We stream it live on YouTube, and uh, we had some fun chatting with the filmmakers last year. And looking forward to do the same with you folks yeah. again this year. Heck yeah! Um, say you don't you don't have a short film, whatever. Cool, you don't want to do that. What else? That's that's awesome. If you if you dig the podcast, if you don't dig the podcast, uh, could you could you maybe leave us a, a review over on Apple Podcasts? Just let us know what you think. Honest doesn't have to be five stars. Whatever you feels right. Like let us know what works and what doesn't. Would be work. much appreciated. And if you just feel like chatting, got something to say, hit yeah. us up on the social medias. In most places, we are at movie underscore toast. This includes Twitter, 
Instagram, uh, where we have a Reddit, a Reddit page and Discord servers. Over on Facebook and YouTube, though, we are Movie Toast News and Reviews, all one word, no friggin' spaces. And check out the yes. stuff we got there. Also, we do have an movie underscore toast on Facebook. Oh, we get right. two pages because right. of some glitchiness. Yeah. But each page is uniquely different from one another. So you can follow both. That's right. Don't be shy. They all have their own flavors of toast. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So you got sourdough, you got rye, you got pumpernickel, you got. Uh, you get a little Texas oh. toast. I don't know. Whatever whatever you dig. Oh, yeah. Sticking with it. Um, yeah, so thank you very much for sticking with us today and listening to those reviews. Like Dennis said, you know where to find us on the socials. Let us know uh, what you think about the films we reviewed, if we're fair, if we're wrong. Yeah, we want to we have a talk with y'all. Thank yeah, we you. do, folks. And please, until next time. Oh, but, excuse me. Nah, man, I was about to ask them if they didn't want to do any of that other shit, what they could do, but you were already going to fucking tell them, so I don't got to run them up. Let me get you there. Folks, please stay Mm -hmm. toasty. Yeah. We did it.